It's happening. You're in the darkness. I am in Telluride. I'm uh, on the balcony of my hotel room, which has a gigantic island, like HGTV kitchen. It's incredible. Um, You can't, you would not believe how little I'm being paid given the luxury (laughs) I'm in right now. It's unbelievable. I'm wearing (laughs) a terry cloth robe. And my clothes are being washed in the washer and dryer that's in my hotel room. Wow. Yes. That is, that is relatively amazing. And yet I'm being so. paid comically little. Minus, <laughs> minus a tiny commission to Bruce. It's really, I don't know what's happening. And I missed five of my son's water polo games. But it was really fun. Five? And, yes. You've only been there for what, two days? No, I came in Thursday and I'm leaving on Monday. And he had a tournament this weekend. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, um, wow. So, but it was a lot of fun. I was with uh, uh, Katrina Davis and uh, she just moved to New York like like a week ago. And she's just like, she just took her first solo subway ride. It's really cute. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, Troy Walker, who organized the whole thing from originally from Denver in LA now. And Adam Kate and Holland, uh, also uh, from Denver, still in, living in Denver. And it was really fun. We had really fun shows, lots of little shows. Like last night, the Roots played, and then we followed the Roots at a different. We were at a different <laughs> location, but our show started late. But I like there's. I've never been here before to tell you right. Have you? Maybe doubtful. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I, I get all these little like Aspen Vale tell you right. They all <laughs> they all seem like one little place I can't afford. But right, <laughs> but tell you right is actually they say it's it's like Switzerland because. It's like going to Switzerland. Like we, I'm staying at this other location um, that's across a mountain, and you have to take a gondola up and over, and it's like 20 minutes, and it's unbelievably beautiful. The first night, my show was at 10 o'clock, so I didn't leave here till like 8:30, and it was pitch black. I was alone in the gondola, and then it just started going downhill in the dark, and I couldn't see a thing. It was so crazy. Nope. The stars. Nope. The planets, I can see everything. Yeah. It was really yeah. lovely. And um, I'm going to try to wake up really tomorrow and like just walk around because we had shows like during the day. And so we never had like like a whole day to kick around and then do a show at night. It was like we get a nooner and then a four and then a 10. So it was like, uh, and, and our hotels were the gondola right away. So like, they're like an hour away from the venue. So we we're kind of like out right. a lot. Yeah, just trying to rebuild, trying mm-hmm. to make sure you're there on time and everything. I did some show. What was it? It was. I felt like it was outside of Aspen or Vale or something, and it was. It was. It was the kind of place that was like you couldn't afford to live in Vale or Aspen. Yes, it was. A- so you lived this one town over. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is, but. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I'm fine. It's, uh, yeah, those towns ski. No, and there's no snow right now, but, um, you know, it's weird. Like, so that, and and I flew into Grand Junction, which is over a two hour drive. So tomorrow I'm getting a two hour shuttle to, to, it's like, it's, it's an odyssey. Um, and, uh, have I mentioned I was being paid very little now? Um, (laughs) uh, but, um, our, the shuttle driver on the way here, he like all, there's a whole bunch of guys our age that are just total ski bums and mm-hmm. that's all they do. And our shuttle driver, like just is like a handyman and works for cash, but he and his wife bought a house in Telluride in the nineties for like $200,000. So they're oh wow technically trillionaires, but he's still like, you know, taking 20 bucks for a, a, a shuttle right. ride and stuff. Well, yeah. And he can't, like if he sells the place where it's, it's the classic, where's he going to live next? Yeah. He's gone. You know? Yeah. Can't live here. Can't live there. Um, <clears throat> that's fascinating. Yeah. And so, uh, um, just a I, I, I have a gig in park city in January, oh, neat. Utah, which is comparable. It is. 
Um, uh, I've never been there. Which I'm looking forward. I've never been there either. But it's during Sundance. Oh. Or something. Or whatever film festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever film festival is happening, I'm going to be there during that time. And, it, you know. That's uh, neat. What's yeah. the show? Uh, it's... Uh, it's just uh, during the festival show. Is like it having stand-up comedy? N- yeah, they're just having uh, this. Keith Barony mm-hmm. is opening uh, for every single one of those shows, I believe, for nine days. And then there's nine different headliners. Oh. And I've got to do 50, 55. Nice. And yeah, so I say whatever the market can bear, I'll do as much as I can. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't worked with or for him in uh, easily 15 years. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't seen his act. I did so many sets this week. Uh, my voice is scratchy. (laughs) Like I went to various and, uh, and I have this to say, I have, you know, okay. Neil Justin, thank you for mentioning me in passing in the fact that I am in Minneapolis this week. Please come to the shows. I would love at one point to sell out my own home club. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, two shows, Saturday, two shows. Yeah. Uh, Acme comedy company. Tell anyone who lives in Minnesota or Western Wisconsin, uh, (laughs) that I'm there. And, um, so, Neil, so Margaret Cho, Dave Chappelle, and uh, is it Kevin? Kevin James mm-hmm. are all doing shows, different nights Kevin, this week. Kevin well. Hart, Kevin Hart, right? Or Kevin I James? Thought it was Kevin James? Oh, King of Queens uh, guy. King of Queens guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, to my knowledge, so, the, uh, so and so, that's your competition. Yeah. Oh shit! Right, <laughs> night after night after oh, night, there's a chance to see uh, other comics, oh, and my God. Um, <laughs> and so I, and so Neil, Neil just it was mostly an interview with Margaret about uh, about working the road and and bringing her tiny dog, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know I think she's just doing the show Friday there, mm-hmm. and um, but the thing he quoted, he just that's. He quoted this thing about Jackie Cation, a comic, something like a comic so smart it makes your head hurt. I was like, nobody's coming. Nobody's <laughs> coming to that show. What? So I just want everyone to know that I have a new poop joke. <laughs> I have actually my first ever poop joke. How about that? <laughs> and if you want to hear it, yeah. Jackie, Jackie, um, I, I, it's, yeah, I, it, that's a, that's a nice, compliment i think he i think they i think they meant well oh it's he neil justin does mean well he is a delightful man uh he loves my comedy he thinks possibly that that is a draw he uh he wait this guy again god love him thinks that people are interested in hearing from smart women i mean i (laughs) i love his optimism but it ain't happening uh so Thank you. I appreciate it, fella. Uh, right, right. Let's uh, let's run up the flagpole <laughs> fifty-seven years from now. Oh, How about that? Uh, they're they're not going to like that. Uh, not not then either. Jackie, what a week uh, in 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 comedy. Uh, speaking of things oh, that are right, a lot of trending tra- on Twitter. Drama. Hassan, I know I I know Hassan not well. But, you know, enough to go, hey, Hassan, and him go, hey, Jackie. And it turns out he, some of his premises of some very dark, supposedly very personal stuff Mm -hmm. weren't true uh, by his own admission, right? The the anthrax one is the one that pops up in my mind. (laughs) It was such an interesting, uh, I think it's Hassan, Hassan Minhaj. Uh, I only know because I watched the clip of him. I've been saying well, his name wrong. You have been. Sorry, buddy. A lot of people have, and I'm sure it's happened a lot. I just remember the clip of him walking his name t- with, uh, walking Ellen DeGeneres through his name. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, there was some, the, the one thing 
or the two things that bothered me were the fact that he 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 made up a story about the woman he went to prom with or he didn't go to prom with and the story ended up getting her doxxed and you know harassed um and he didn't seem to care about that that was like real shitty uh and the other thing is he he uh altered a timeline using the murder of uh Khashoggi the the journalist who was dismembered and then like probably burned by um uh uh, the, the Saudi prince been, been, um, uh, fuck, I forget his name. He's evil. You know, we know who he is. We know what he looks right. like. So he kind of like changed the dateline of that to work on a, in a joke. It's like, remember oh. that I have that face thing. So I don't actually know what he looks like, <laughs> but he did, uh, been Solomon. Yeah, I think. He did, yes. He changed a bunch of stuff and yeah, at least three very like sort of signature bits. I know. It's right. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like, you know, you, you, a a comic, there are, I feel like our job is to get a laugh. That's it. You know? And it, it, well, that's the, that's the gig for sure. Yeah. And the thing is with like Hassan and with Louie, what people, they have fans that love them. Right. And the, the reason people love a comic is they love their persona. They love what they think is true. You know, right? They love kind of the backstory. You know, the sort they of the, right. And with Has- Hassan, mm-hmm. uh, let me just say that his backstory was that he was slightly oppressed, and that and he a was, bunch of terrible uh, shit happened to him. Yeah, by, by a lady. Uh, you know, he, he was he was nerd bullied as a nerd, uh, and so didn't date, and then. Well, no, it, then, he, yeah. yeah, that it was racist and she ended up, you know, being married to an Indian guy. And then he, yeah, I think he like cribbed a story, like a real life story about the FBI and made it like it happened to him. And it was just like, oh my God. Um, so you would think, you know, he, he, um, you know, and he's totally allowed to do all that stuff, but part of what people like about him is they think that's true and they think he's like overcome all that and so when it's not true and people find out you're gonna pay the consequences from your fandom just like with right your fans are gonna be sad yeah and angry and maybe not be your fans anymore like with louis you know he was like a feminist like he was a funny dark feminist he had daughters he was like he was like that cool that guy was a dick but he was a feminist and i was like oh no he's just a dick and uh, so he, <laughs> he lost the people that love that about him, but then he gained the people that like the fact that he's a dick who pulls his dick out. <laughs> right. So, right. And it's the only, and, and in my opinion, it's the only punishment any of those guys get is their fan base changes. It changes. It, they don't, they don't lose, you know? Yeah. I mean, instead of a billion dollars, it's a half a billion dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's still not check to check. So it's fine. Yeah. But, I would hate to lose my fan base. Right. I mean, my fan base is very much nerd based and, and, you know, a, we're a pile of hothouse flowers, man. We, we want to make sure you're having a good time. And, and is everybody having a good time? It's like, I used to do that joke about having sex with lots of people, how I couldn't do it. Cause I'd be like, are you having fun? Are you having fun? How's it going back here? Yeah. You know, <laughs> can I get you something? Jackie, if cake? your fans find out what I know, which is that you don't play video games and you love the NFL, they'll, they'll, <laughs> You're finished. Imagine, imagine <laughs> if that were true. Um, I one time I tweeted many years ago. I tweeted out that I um, that the the Packers seem to win when I'm vaguely interested, but I only watch like sort of via like when I actually watch a Packer game. Yeah, they lose, and so many of my Wisconsin-based fans were like, "Stop watching! <laughs> You're jinxing it." <laughs> and so, um, what, I mean, what I, I, I know a little bit about, I know more about the Packers than I thought I would ever know Yeah, only because of osmosis. So yeah, no, but I wouldn't want to lose that fan base. And of I think that that's, that, and, you, that's and you, you would, sad. you won't because you, who you are, who you present yourself as who you are. <laughs> right. There's very little, <laughs> much, yeah, much to all, my chagrin. <laughs> right much to my yeah this is this is you get what you see you get what you see but you know it sucks so, it's like it's so this happens so much 
and we'll we can even get to Russell Brand in a minute, but like like the the industry keeps elevating people that do this, and the people that right. don't, they just don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know. Right. And we're and we're like and they just blow off the fact that you know the Steve Rand is easy. The oh my god, nine eleven. <laughs> um, he, you know. Right. There was there was no reason. It was just compulsive lying. It yeah. didn't have anything to do with. He was in New York, but that is it. But but you know, and it was tragic and and very traumatic for everyone who was in New York. Right. But but the story that he ate off of, mm-hmm. you know, that that kind of got him the auditions that got him the show he was on. Right. A little bit. Yeah. But he was also doing quite fine without it. Yeah. Like he kind of didn't need, in my opinion, I don't think he needed it. Yeah. I think it was just compulsive. I'm sure. Yeah. I think you said it once and then you're like, well, oh shit, I can't walk it back. So I'm just going to go all in. I mean, I guess if you are going to lie, double down, triple down, triple down. Yeah. And, and, and make as much money until people find out. And then, (laughs) and then, and still work all the, he does all the chains. Yeah. And we don't. Yeah. That's my fa- one of my favorite uh, Bamford jokes right now about uh, sexual predators. Yeah. It's like some of my coworkers are sexual predators. Where are they now? Well, we know where they are. They're on tour. And, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just, uh, I don't, it's so, what it's is, so frustrating. What happened with Russell Brand? I miss that. Well, um, there was a very long, detailed, really kind of uh, awful uh, investigation of a lot of sex crimes that he's committed. He's he he has long apparently. I didn't really know this. Uh, been rumored to just be like a pest, and people and women always told stay away from him. Uh, you know, London Hughes, who's a British comic who just moved to the the states to Los Angeles. And it wasn't just his stand up that people wanted to get away from. <laughs> Oh, hi. Guess who said that out loud? Yes. It was me. I got hey, it. Russ. Okay. <laughs> so London Hughes, who's a uh, British stand-up, was saying that when she signed with him, she said this on Twitter, that um, her agency said, do not sleep with him. He's going to try to sleep with you. And then when he, because when he does sleep with women, he then he gets sick of them. And then he tries to kill their careers because he doesn't want them around, right? Uh, Catherine Ryan, who's a Canadian comic, you probably have met her because she pops in at, in LA. Uh, she's okay. Yeah. Uh, you would know if you're sorry. Um, you know, she kind of like alluded to it. You know, he hadn't done anything to her, but she'd heard all this stuff and she alluded to it. And, you know, people are trashing her for even alluding to it. This is before this thing came out. And so like one thing he did, he was, um, he was sleeping with 16 year old, which is apparently not illegal in England. Um, he- heads up pedophiles, but, um, the, so I'll he was your passport. Yeah. So he was, he, he was on working on a, on the show on the BBC, which is a government sponsored, uh, network in the, in the UK. And, um, uh, he, uh, the, the limo driver was taking the 16 year old to Russell Brand's house hired by the BBC, by the way, the limo. And he, ah. he said, I have a daughter your age. Please don't go to this. Don't go into this guy's house. Cause he knew what would happen to her. And she, she said this, that she, that he said this to her and she, you know, obviously looks back on it now and goes, I wish I had listened, but you're 16, you know, anyway, he did a lot of really, yeah, you're a child. It turns out and yeah. your decision-making processes, not fully developed. Not at all. Okay. And so he did, uh, other stuff and um and you know with these articles somebody pointed out they they have to vet go through so much legal shit to get even these uh these like four stories out that there's so much that they couldn't completely vet you know and be be suit lawsuit proof that he so did that's not even there stories yes that he has attacked uh these these women yeah or, right and, right and or Tricked children into touching his bits. Tricked children and, and uh, uh, raped a couple women. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when and now he is known as a super sober. Like this guy is supposed to be some guru, right? Like I've uh, people have been like, "Have you seen Russell Brand talk about his sobriety and his recovery?" And I was like, "No." Is it great? How long has he been 
do we know how long he's been sober or um, what his jam is who, or when these things happen? Like he, was he a monster on drugs? Not that it, yes. it makes it okay. Yes. And he blames but, his sex addiction for, you know, things he may have done. For drugs and alcohol yeah. or. Yeah. I mean, okay. he, uh, I, I don't believe any word a rapist says, so I don't know how long he's been sober or what, but he, um, he used to be kind of very leftist and then he's been doing that you know, Jimmy Dore pivot to the right, uh, on a lot of stuff. And oh, so now, Jesus. so before this, this article dropped, um, he, uh, and there was like a TV show as well, like a, like a 60 minutes kind of thing called dispatches. I've yeah. never seen it. Oh, right, um, right. he did this like preemptive video saying, Oh, I've been accused of six crimes and oh, I just want you to know that it's big pharma coming after me. Cause he's <laughs> anti-vax, you know? Oh, it's God. so bad. That accent is so brutal. It's so spot okay, on, I think going. is what you meant yeah, to say. I don't- yeah what i meant to say was oh my gosh were you raised in london the east side because it's amazing (laughs) go ahead rhyming slang now anyway so anyway so go so yeah so he put out this video and there's this hilarious the old mike encounters were and then there's an there's a weird edit consensual and it's like wait what did you cut before consensual <laughs> it's just so bad he's just like oh. he edited it himself right his team. Like it wasn't a real editor no because if you have a real team they can make it look sweet well they can do all kinds they did, of, right? they did their best they who, did not who knows what it's, he he left out he probably just did it on his phone like i do mine oh no he did smash it cut, smash cut. <laughs> it's from his studio <laughs> you know these guys all have studios and they're whatever you know we're the only uh, jackie how authentic are we i mean you're in authentico that is us <laughs> we are authentico and it doesn't Could help that be the name of the show <laughs> so so yeah he's a total rape and then then there, of course there's the backlash and then there's there's some female comic i forgot her name she she's blue check so she's paying for twitter but her like her um her bio in twitter is like uh uh you know uh, a canceled comedian and it's like oh my fucking god and she's she's like i almost slept with uh russell brand but we didn't sleep together he was a gentleman and uh you know and then it turns out she's like a turf and all this like uh, it's of course activating she's troubled <laughs> it, this whole thing is activating people on both sides of you know gender stuff yeah. you know and all the people yeah. that are calling everybody uh you know calling drag queens pedophiles and are upset that the that trans uh, women can go in the women's bathroom now that they've got an actual guy who groomed and fucked a 16 year old they're fine with that they're not they're defending him they're like it's not enough proof you know uh it's it's really gross yeah it sounds gross um and here's and here's another problem his stand-up is mediocre how about that how about why don't we all just admit that that guy is just okay jack shouldn't be filling stadiums jack jackie hears about rape accusations and she goes even worse he's not a good comic even worse (laughs) it's uh remember that canadian guy that guy was a giant fucking hack which one the guy was the one who sold the uh, T-shirt with the frog on it that said "Rub it." Oh, I don't it's remember okay. that don't guy. Rem- that you're not missing anything. <laughs> he uh, just—I mean, genuinely the worst. And uh, that was my favorite thing when he got arrested for attacking waitstaff. Oh, he that did. Every every comic I know was <laughs> like, "Have you seen his stand-up? It's the worst. <laughs> and and one of the things he supposedly said to the waitress uh, when he before he attacked her, and she got away. But uh, but he said, "You should be psyched. I like you. You're just a waitress. I'm a comedian. Oh my god, I'm and a comedian. The hackiest, the oh hackiest god. rape line ever. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, just to brag that you're a comedian in this day and age, it's embarrassing to be a comedian. <laughs> it's humiliating." I want no part of it. I know. I just want to tell jokes. Leave me alone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I got, I left my phone in the. In oh, the so you can't be distracted. So oh, okay. I can't be distracted. And I had so many freaking. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, don't go away. JK. Um, but I did so many sets this week. It was so great. And I just, I was tired, mm-hmm. but I was happy. 
And I went, I did a West Side. I remember mm-hmm. that. I remember I did a West Side. Yeah. With uh, Greg Fitzsimmons and Nate Craig, mm. who I like both those Yeah, guys. a lot, and, a lot, um, a lot. Macy Isaacs was there. She's great. Oh, yeah. And a woman who I met whose name is escaping me, but somebody showed me her Instagram and it had like, a, it seemed, it seemed like she <laughs> uh, was very successful. Anyway, but, uh, are you, the, uh, are you shorting out right now? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You know, I have a scratchy voice and a, um, and I, and I was weird sinus headache mm-hmm. and I've been super tired. Mm-hmm. So I took a COVID test cause I'm going to Minneapolis tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because I'm doing a panel on Tuesday day about getting canceled on at Hamlin University. Uh, me and um, Coleman, Greg Coleman, okay, um, are they wanted me to come in a couple of days or to, a day early and do this weird panel? Oh, um, right, right, right. And I was like, okay, uh, will you pay for the hotel? And they're like, yes. So uh, it's going to be. It's going to be a great week, but I, but I have the scratchy throat and I'm super tired. And I think it's because I did something like nine sets and in LA where you drive everywhere and it's, it's I don't lot. know why, but it felt like a lot. And last night I did four sets at Flappers. Ooh, nice. Two of the Yoohoo, two of the main. I love it. Ah, freaking loved it. Yeah. I did one opening for Leno. Mm-hmm. Leno's hour right now, tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. And dude, 73 years old, had the funniest stories about how his parents would, he would have his parents, he'd go to lunch with his parents here. And one time his mom's, Connie Francis was in the restaurant and his mom goes, do you know Connie Francis? And he's like, yes. And she's like, can I meet? I love Connie Francis. And he's like, okay. Okay. So he takes her over to the table and he says, Connie, this is my mother, and Connie Fra- and his mom. I guess said to Connie Francis, <gasps> "I am such a huge fan. What happened to you?" <laughs> Which is such a mom thing to say. Yes, yeah. and I guess his dad does something comparable. It's like it. He had just such. They were just really human. You know, yeah. it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then he had uh, some good jokes about being a. Uh, he had a very funny joke about being uh, an old guy and a young woman said, can I give you my phone number? And he said, oh, I was thinking to myself at first, you still got it. <laughs> but, you know, I've been married to Mavis for low these hundred years. So I was like, I'm going to tell her, no, no, I'm married. And then she said, I do home care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I only tell those jokes to you because... Jay Leno doesn't have any albums. He won't do albums. He doesn't believe in them. So what the fuck? You're never going to get to see him. Why don't I tell his jokes? Wow. I like this is the new Jackie Cation and she's going to get. Oh yeah, it's a little aggro. You're going to get get canceled and be a millionaire. (laughs) Oh God. Would you like to open for me at the stadiums? (laughs) Yes. In Prague? Uh, So. Um. So uh, that's really cool. And so, wait, I saw some, uh, who's the 95-year-old comic that was on yeah. your Instagram? Okay, so, yeah, so I did back and forth, back and forth. And uh, Paul Dooley is yeah. his name, and he is a character actor. You you know him. He played the dad he looks in familiar. Way. Yeah. He played the dad in 16 Candles. Okay. He's been on every SVU, ER. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. The dude has been, he's 95 years old. I don't know if he just started doing stand-up. Oh my God. He, he went, he literally was on stage. They weren't bad. It wasn't bad. He had notes yeah. because he's 95. Right. He gets to. And uh, I never ask for a picture. Like I rarely ever ask for a picture, right? Yeah. So I asked for a picture from Conan when I was on Conan. Yeah. I asked for a picture. I couldn't do it during Corden because, uh, it was lockdown. Yeah. Uh, I asked for a picture with Leno the first time I worked with Leno and Paul Reiser when I worked with Paul Reiser and this guy and Alex Trebek. One time I just oh, saw him. Nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was really cool too. And I was like, I don't know how to not ask you yeah. a picture. Can I please have a picture? And everybody's always, you know, if they aren't swamped, they're yeah. psyched. Yeah. Yeah. It's flattering. Yeah. I like it when people ask for my picture. 
and that's and I'm never swamped. That's what you should all know. <laughs> Jackie, I wish I had waited till I was 95 to start stand-up comedy because how different would my life be? How happy would I be right now? Still be writing code? <laughs> yes, I'd be a programmer. Oh my god, I'd have sh- I'd I'd be paid in shares of a startup that you know, did great before it, it or didn't or, or yeah, <laughs> one of those things before it stole money from its investors. Oh man, Jackie, <laughs> then I could be living in Telluride with all the these rich dreams. people. The we just keep sitting next to people and they all assume that we're rich, you know, like us comics who are just hanging out in the, in the exclusive backstage area. And they're, I, I guess they just think everyone is a multi multimillionaire and has houses in, multiple houses in wealthy areas. And it was <laughs> Katrina and I were like, Oh my God, <laughs> just the discussions, the, the dropping of, of homes. What'd you hear? What'd you hear? Well, we sat next to two people, very attractive, older people that, mm-hmm. um, one of them, the, the man had hired one of the main acts during at this festival to come to, uh, their other home to sing happy birthday to the woman. And, uh, and they just, all they do is they follow musicians and they follow, you know, they're like really rich deadheads. There's a lot of them. Oh, wow. And they like Bonnie Raitt was here on Thursday or excuse me, Friday night. And then the roots were Saturday. The roots were fucking amazing. Uh, and then there were the revisionists were here tonight and the word, um, it it was really, you know, I'm not a huge music person, but, and I, I don't, I would never go to a festival on my own, you know, as a music fan, it's just too many people and it's all hot and, you know, whatever, but, uh, but being forced to be here was quite enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. I like when I, when, when there's a comedy tent at a music thing and then I've seen music. Yeah. I've accidentally seen music. I got jazzed at, uh, at some, (laughs) I went to the beignet box tonight with Andy. Mm -hmm. We did, we went on a date this Mm -hmm. week. Uh, cause I was like, and I put it in the calendar and didn't ask him like three weeks ago. I said, want to go on a date with me tonight? And that was three weeks ago. And he finally noticed it like four days ago. And, uh, he was like, I do want to go on a date with you. Where do you want to go? And I was like, anywhere, any, any fucking anything. <laughs> and, uh, but tonight we just, we went and met some friends at that Chinese restaurant. Have you ever been? It's not bad. It's on. Uh, you know, it's not Monterey Park, but um, on Ventura, it's called um, Green Apple. Jack- you would like it because it also has shitty Chinese food. Wow. Well, that's and an I insult. Assume, yes. I assume that you like American Chinese food. Wow. You know, you're, c- come, you're coming at me with these attacks and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> a, I only eat at restaurants <laughs> that Drew Carey is buying all the meals for me for. So, no, I have not been to this place. <laughs> I went to, it's been there for decades. (laughs) I went to, um, last, last week, uh, when I was picketing after our picket, we went to, oh no, it was like the big SAG after unity rally that was, um, at Paramount. And then we, my, myself and Jose Arroyo, who's a Conan writer. And, uh, we went to swingers, which he, Drew Carey's also buying all the meals at swingers for writers guild. And then Berkeley wow. Johnson, who was a Conan writer, was like, you know, walking by and he sat down. So, we, you know, it was like a little reunion. It was kind of cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I've eaten at Bob's Big Boy twice with writers who got their meals for free. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's not covering SAG. SAG's too big. It is. But um, that's fine. But I will say. That so I was sitting in the in the beignet box, which was next to the Chinese place, and I was jazzed at, and it was a jazz version of uh, I think it was a bare naked ladies song, mm. and it just kept going, and I was like, and I turned to Andy and I go, is this jazz? This is jazz, right? I'm being jazzed at, <laughs> and he goes, it is jazz and it's great, and I said, hmm, and we part ways. Uh, <laughs> are are you divorced now? I don't know how the story ends. <laughs> Uh, it just, uh, I like big band. I don't like jazz. I'm uh, a simple woman of the people. I love jazz. I like, uh, I like, I like, uh, seventies, uh, rock that has a lot of, has a nice horn section. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a fan of jazz. Uh, jazz is a mess for me. So, uh, I probably, uh, it's, it's poetry and music and I don't know enough about it to get it. So there you go. 
Um, shall we take a break, Jack? First time Lori's ever had us yes. go to break. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, try S T O P P O D C A S T I. Hmm. Are you trying to put the name of the podcast there? Yeah, I'm trying to spell it, but it's tricky. Let me give it a try. Okay. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, call S T O P P P A D. Ah, it'll never fit. No, it will. Let me try. If you need a laugh and you're on the go, try S T O P P P D C O O. Ah, we are so close. Stop podcasting yourself. A podcast from MaximumFun.org. If you need a laugh, and you're on the go. So our comic of the week, this is a total overlook. I thought we did her like uh, years ago, like in a previous millennium. Uh, Carrie Assad. Uh, Carrie Assad. Very funny. So funny. I worked with her at the, that's what I did on Monday night. At yeah. The Mermaid. Yeah. Over at oh. uh, the Monday night. At yeah. Val Tazi's. Mo- yeah. Yes. And she got up and she was so funny. Yeah. It was just, it's, it's one of those, you know, there's so many of, of these younger, younger comics that are just that silly smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I love so much. They're not so smart that your head hurts. <laughs> uh, they're just silly and smart. <laughs> they don't, they don't so cause you, you enjoy. harm. <laughs> right. I actually, just, <laughs> Jackie causes CTE in her audience. So. <laughs> He what warns. does that stand for? A concussive. It's like the, it's like oh. the football injury. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jackie's more likely to fall down the back steps of the Alameda Comedy Club <laughs> and cause her own CT problems. But uh, yeah, no, Carrie uh, was Bassad so funny. Carrie Rock. So yes. funny, you guys. And what's her handle again? A-S-S-A-D-K-A-R-I-R-O-C-K-S. Go follow and book. Yeah, she's a K A R I Carrie. So it's like Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Nailed it. And then the next night, I did uh, the barbecue place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm working on a new, I, I, got, I, I got a tight six if we ever stop striking <laughs> for Fallon. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I got a Fallon. I have an idea for a Fallon set. I would love or to do Fallon. Whoever's willing. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather do Colbert, probably. If Colbert you know, I wouldn't. Stand up still, I I wouldn't be musing about which one you'd rather do on a podcast. <laughs> I'd love to do both of them. I have yeah, two six-minute sets, gentlemen. Think about it. Jackication is available. Fallon is is live, right? And uh, he's there, so he oh, right, so right. he's enjoying your set. And Colbert, maybe they'll change this when they came back, but they were doing the thing that. Ferguson started, which is they they film like like ten comics all at once, and then they just save the tape, and then uh, Colbert throws to the tape, so he, you don't oh, get right, to do right. your set in front of Colbert, which is that's part of the fun. I wish I hope they change that. I mean, I understand why they yeah. don't because it's it just saves a lot of time and his it saves time, and everyone knows that they're seeing stand up. So yeah. I see why they might yeah. want to do that. Yeah. But um, but I do like to do it in front of the famous person. Who yes. You want the handshake and great job right. or and, whatever. And re- remember uh, how important that uh, the Johnny Carson yes. come on over and sit down situation. Career was. maker. Career maker. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Did you did you know Geechee guy at all? I didn't. He was so, he was so nice and a really funny and really great joke writer. And he passed away. Um, he's our age and he just like died in the sleep, I guess. I don't know you know, if he had some other stuff going on, but, um, he, uh, yeah, he died like, I think in, like in the last week or week and a half. And, uh, yeah, wow. I think he won star search. This guy wrote the shortest jokes. Oh my God. So good. And he was still working, you know, that's its own, that's its own gift. That's, totally. a, that's a real challenge to write something that tight. Yes. Where it's just like, you know, that Stephen Wright edge. Yeah. The, yeah. That, that lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was great. So RAP to Geechee guy. I like 86. I paid to see Stephen Wright. It was the first, possibly the only time I've ever paid to see stand up. Yeah. And, uh, because I was so fascinated at the time, 86, 87, I was like, what does that look like? And 45 minutes to an hour of one-liners. Oh, my God. And it turns out it wasn't. It was uh, amazing one-liners. Yeah. And he would he would kind of do a little story. He would do a little. Oh, I didn't know. He, okay. Yeah. 
Because, you know, an hour of one-liners is exhausting, you know? Right. The memorization, Dwight York, a uh, Minneapolis guy. Do you ever get to meet him? Gosh, it sounds like, I think so. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, is he, he, is he passed away? No, no. I just, he moved out of uh, Minneapolis. I haven't oh, okay. seen him in a decade. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, always very funny. Yeah. And, and that, sh- and that really short uh, way of writing jokes. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. but that barbecue, the Dave Williamson, is that right? Oh, and El Segundo. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's a fun gig, right? Yeah. It's a really fun gig. I had a really good time. And uh, Matt Bronger was there as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. And um, Danny and Ian. I can't remember. Uh, Danny Jollis? I think, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Looks Italian. Talks right. about being Jewish. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And Ian Carmel Ed- or Ian Edwards. Uh, Edwards. Okay. Oh, nice. And, uh, nice work. Yeah. Nice. nice work. Um, yeah. It's a hell of a lineup. And yeah. um, the food was amazing. And well, Dave Williamson really and his crowd. family, he, he, he does like comedy shows and then he'll do a barbecue for the audience. Like he, he puts on a party. This is not my personality whatsoever. I, I don't want to cook for the audience. I want to leave the audience. So I, <laughs> I, I can't believe he does. He's, you know, those people that have a big personality and they'll just do all that stuff. He, he can do it. And uh, he's a very funny guy and he's a great cook. And, um, he guess he makes his own sauce that he sells after the show. Um, I, I wish I was one of those Dave fun party Dave? Dave Williamson. Dave, yeah. No, Dave Yates does the sauce. Uh, well, we, Williamson has it too. I mean, we oh, got, got a couple sauce too? guys. Okay. Yeah. Uh Oh, all right. It's a weird, it's a weird merch thing. I, so I also did the improv mm-hmm. and, um, ran into Brad Williams. Yeah. And okay. for some, for some reason, oh, I was, I was talking about, um, I think he, uh, Carmen Morales came up and, uh, and he was like, oh yeah, you know, she used to feature for me, but now she's headlining and, you know, it's so great that she's, you know, moving up and, and she's so fucking funny. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, she's so good. And, um, but if you, you know, if you paid her, right, I'm sure she would love to do, to feature for you, right? I mean, anybody, like I, like the people that I, that I feature for, I don't know, I'm not her manager, but I'm constantly, yeah. I guess, cannot stop meddling. No, you can't. You really can't. The fucking meddler. And then you bring me into it by telling the story on our podcast that people think I told the story. And they're like, wow, what do you, are you calling Brad cheap? They're going to come at, at me, Jackie. I'm not calling. No, no, Brad, incredibly supportive, bringing yeah. people out. That was the other one at Mermaid. Um, yeah, but he was just like, oh, yeah, you're, I bet you're right, is yeah. what he said. Yeah. And then he told me that some some opener that he was working with, one of his features had sold something like $15,000 in merch in the 11 nights that they worked together. I need to know who it and, was and what the merch was. And this podcast can't go on until I find out. And all I could, all I did was some math on that. And I was like, that's 500 pieces Dang. of something at 300, at 30 bucks a pop. What's what? And I don't know who has that much luggage. What? And who's, <laughs> yeah. In the chat. What are they? What? I don't know. I don't know. No, she I don't know. know. I don't know what it was. She's got that face name thing. She doesn't know who anyone is. She just tells stories that drive people nuts. <laughs> yes yes i do and it's not well and it's uh some people think it's a defense mechanism actually no one thinks that but i do right now uh it's plausible deniability is what i guess i've got uh but i will say that uh that's too much stuff to bring on the road unless you're selling bumper stickers for three thirty 30 bucks jackie if no it's not what if i mean a lot of people uh send their stuff to the club they just mail it ups because they're selling so much, they can afford the shipping charges. Not me. Yeah. My my no. book about my dad's death doesn't sell so many copies that I can send media mail to various comedy clubs. So who did I meet? I met Pinky Fox. Do you, have you met Pinky Fox? Yes. Yes. And she was a comic of the week a while back. Right. And she uh, opens for Patton. Oh, cool. Who was, who was at the improv yeah. on the road sometimes. Yeah. 
And um, was I talking to her about merch? No, I was talking to a woman named Tangerine at Flappers last night <laughs> about her merch because she has a knit cap. Like I have a knit cap made of bees. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it looked like it would be a good one for Jackie and Lori. Oh, like a guy. Yeah. Cap. Yeah. And she said that she just does hers drop ship from T public. Okay. As opposed to the place where I think max fun. We're about to see samples. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. Uh, the shirt looks good. Yeah. I, I, I the hat might, there might be trouble. A f- oh, so. a flight attendant. I wore my kills kills like a guy shirt on the plane, and I was like, uh-huh. I was prepared to cover it up in case it was considered security risk. And right. uh, the flight attendant, who ended up being kind of snarky during the flight, I was like, I might have this personality if I was a flight attendant. So I was sort of on her side, but she's like, Oh, I like <laughs> your shirt. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, all right, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I was at the merch tent at this place, this, the brews, the blues and brews festival t-shirts are 30 bucks. Okay. All t-shirts. Um, and Bella and canvas, a lot of people are using Bella and canvas, which we kind of looked at as the merch supplier, uh, just a heads up. That's all. Um, oh, okay. mm -hmm. Yeah. All of my shirts are now $30. They're just too expensive. Yeah. Right. And I found the knit hat and the knit hat is union made and also postage went up. So the hat's got to be 30 bucks too. And this will be the first week that I sell them. Oh, um, I'm excited. I can't wait to find out yeah. how they, how they sell, how they go. That'd be, will you, uh, that'd be great. Will you take a picture of your merch setup, like, or have someone else take a picture while you're selling? Yeah. I just want to see what it looks like. Cause you seem to have so many different items going on. Like oh, it must be confusing. Very much so it is, the it is the Walmart of stand up comedy. The only thing that's still twenty bucks is the <laughs> challenge coin. That's because I get those in China and they're still expensive. Mm-hmm. But there, it's a, it's just a metal coin. I feel weird charging thirty for that, so I charge twenty. Yeah, I I brought my little pins, but it turns out mm-hmm. that um, first of all, we were just billed as comedians, like on the on the program, comedians at four p.m. So it's like there's no there's no connection. And all the merch gets sold in this separate tent. And I was like, uh, no one's going to buy a pin yeah. from, <laughs> from comedian. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Generic. Remember generic <laughs> books? Remember when generic became very, very popular for a short amount of time? Was that the mid nineties? Um, I think g- generic drugs are very popular. Should we take I a know, break? But- Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You are on it. Because it keeps Lord. popping up on my screen. It's a new era. I'm Ify Wadiway, the host of Maximum Film. I'm Alonzo Duralde, also the host of Maximum Film. And I'm Drea Clark, yet another host of Maximum Film. Every week, we hosts huddle up. Usually with an illustrious guest. And we talk about films. We have film news. We have film quizzes. We answer your film questions. It's like... The maximum amount of film talk. That's why we call it Maximum, maximum Film. film. <laughs> maximum Film, the movie podcast that's not just a bunch of straight white guys. New episodes weekly on MaximumFun.org. Thank you. We're I back. The ch- I can't get the chat to work. Okay. Well, Jackie, oh, I have news for you on, on the COVID front. So yeah. if you're taking the home test, what you need to do, what you should do is, is swab like right near your molars, the cheek. That's where you, and then go up the nose. That's where you're going to get the best sampling to see if you have COVID. FYI, that's for everybody. Do Wait, so do the back of my mouth as well? The, che- the cheek area by the molar, like way back there. Yeah. So if yeah. you have it, there'll be a little, uh, there'll be little cells hiding out back there more. And then the nasal, uh, it's not pleasant at all. Um, I, okay. So the vaccines are out, although they seems like it's a, it's a bumpy rollout. I'm holding out to see if Novavax is coming out soon because it Novavax uh, has an it promises an eight month protection versus Moderna and um, Pfizer, which are like four to five months. So I don't know. I'm crossing my fingers. I don't get COVID in the next couple of weeks, but I think Novavax is supposed to come out by the end of the month. I'm just putting that out that that's the I've done my research, uh, you know, and people should just put that out there for people because. Uh, the Biden administration is not fucking helping. 
Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, Anna Valenzuela had her surgery, and she was like, just like three, four weeks ago now. Wow. And yeah, um, she is. She's opening for me this week at Acme. Oh, cool. And before, <laughs> and I said, well, I'll get my, I'll borrow my sister's car and I'll pick you up at the airport on Wednesday when you get there. And she's like, I'm going to come in Tuesday, see if I can pick up a set. Do you need anyone to clean your house or uh, walk the dogs or anything? Just make a couple extra bucks? Because I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And I said, I have a BA <laughs> in political science. And uh, that tells me you're not ready uh, to do Wow. Anything. Yeah, right. Except for sit on the couch and then get up and do stand up for 20 minutes. Yeah. Once or twice a night. How about that? Yeah. That's I mean, I get it. Are you kidding me? I, love I uh she's Charlie Hustle. Less, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing she's doing the good work. She's opening for me at the Comedy Fort. Um Oh, in, fun. Yeah, in uh November. Yeah. Oh, cool. So our, our, we don't have a link yet from the Creek. <laughs> I'm assuming we're still, I mean, we have a contract and so it, I'm right. just, it's coming, I'm sure, but it's, it'd be nice to have it to promote. November 9, 10 and 11. And the 9th is uh, the Jackie and Lori show and the 10th and 11th are standup shows. Yeah. And weren't we talking about trying to get kind of a bundle? Yeah, I think we were. And yeah, we'll continue we're, we're gonna- that. Yeah, we're going to try to get a bundle where if you buy, you come to the pod, you could also come to one of the stand-ups. Yeah, for or you buy a, a, a little bit less uh, you money. Can, you can, yeah, you can you can bundle them together and yeah. uh, get two shows for the price for a little bit better. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's happening for you and I on the horizon. Yeah, uh, how much? How much yeah, more time enough. do we have, Kyle? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm getting. I'm starting to get cold, Jackie. The and and outdoors in Colorado and uh, <laughs> the aspens are right. swaying and um but i can see so many stars oh my gosh right i did a lot of dork for us this week including one with will anderson mm-hmm. australian stand up oh comic. you did wills w- yeah. will was on you okay well, <gasps> oh no neat. will was on me i'm going to do i'm going to do his probably in a in a week willosophy uh, yeah cuz he's in sydney australia yes and um, and then I did a, a New York comic. Uh, he can't, he's like like this week. It is going to be Will's on Tuesday. The Dork Forest will come out. Yeah, there's a plug, and uh, he's going to talk about Australian rules football. Oh, he did the previous episode. He did. I it was cricket. Oh, and for an hour and a half after I talked <laughs> to Will Anderson, I knew how cricket was played. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And that's all. I think that's all you need, honestly, in this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think. What am I moving to India? It's going to be <laughs> fine. And uh, other than that, I um, yeah. And then uh, oh, the next one I think is Minister Faust, who's a Canadian author guy who listens to the Dork Forest. Who was like, he yeah, he's written some novels, and he's like, can I be on the Dork Forest? I'm like, yeah. Attainable goal, my friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he lives in like Edmonton and he wanted to talk about anime. Made me think of you and your son because all the anime, and I wanted to ask you if you and uh, your young man have seen Ghibli. It's a, it's a studio Ghibli, right? Or Ghibli? Ghibli, yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Is it? Okay. It's one of those two, you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, pronunciations. Have you seen Pompoco? Or Grave of the Fireflies? No, but I know. I'm sure he has. He's he's so far ahead of, yeah. Well, the weird thing about Grave of the Fireflies, like Miyazaki is the big name mm-hmm. in, in Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, this guy was the sad sack, super dramatic guy. And it starts with an I. And turns out he's Japanese. But he, uh, uh, Pompoko is about rec. It's essentially the rats of Nim fight back, but they're raccoons oh. and they fight for the, the environment. Grave of the Fireflies is about two orphans who walk out of Nagasaki ah. and try to live their lives. And I accidentally gave it to my nephew Salmon when he turned eight. And <laughs> it was when I learned that you have to watch things before you give them to an eight-year-old. Because <laughs> I called him like a month later and I was talking to him on the phone. Salmon was the guy, uh, he 
he's an artist. He's actually worked for several startups mm-hmm. and he lives in San Francisco. Um, very successful programmer, but he yeah. did the Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt, the one where dorky things come out of the t-shirt. <laughs> anyway, but um, <laughs> I, why, why tease people like that? Secondary uh, why, market? Why do that? You're just a cool, you're a cool know. awful lady tonight. <laughs> yeah, is there a second? Yeah, I'm, I'm on fire. But I will say that he uh, he's so okay, so I sent him this graveyard of the fireflies. Salmon. And I call him Salmon. And mm-hmm. so I call him like a month later and I'm like, hey, did you like that cartoon I sent you? Cartoon. <laughs> and he goes, Yeah. He goes, Yeah, it was it was really sad, Aunt Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really it was cool. And I said, It was sad? What was it about? He said, Well, you remember the atomic bomb? And I was like, What? Did I send you? <laughs> and yeah. So well, we talked about that and we talked about Attack on Titan, <gasps> which he tried to get me to watch. Oh my God. I was just going to suggest my, my kid and I could do an Attack on Titan because there, the, the, the part two of the, the last series is coming out in November, I think. And we, uh, I fucking love it. It's so good. And you didn't right. start so it? So there's three three seasons i started it i think i saw most of the first season okay but the big people kept eating the little people and it's awesome and it was gross they're titans and it was super jackie yeah. they're titans jackie i know they're titans season two when they flip it season two has the most incredible flip and we'll have you the sympath- little people eat the big people no it's they're titans okay. please stop with this big people little people it's angering me um it has you <laughs> i just want to keep doing it <laughs> and has you had has you gives you empathy for the big people who are these okay. wretched horrible monsters in season one you gotta watch it just to appreciate how they do that it's incredible okay. it's incredible it's yeah, like he it's, said season three was his favorite it's like if you're a, then, a nurse yeah. and they make you love Richard Speck, <laughs> who, boy. you know, killed like eight nurses. <laughs> weird, weird analogy. Uh, but I will say that, I mean, and then he, he had me, he had me, and then he goes, it's literally, it's not more than a hundred episodes. And they're, and I was like, stop. And he goes, they're 20 minutes each. They're not that long. It's incredible. And I was like, all right. I've watched yeah. it. I've watched it twice so far, and maybe even three times because wow. you keep going. Because you keep going, especially the first season, you pick up a lot of stuff that is explained later, and you're like, "Oh my god, they're setting up all this stuff." I love, I love it. It's great. I'm watching. You know, we're still watching The Walking Dead, and I was out yeah. trying to enjoy a stream today, and all I could think right. of was, "Wow, the stream is blocking the noise, and I wouldn't be able to hear if a if if a walker <laughs> came up behind me, and I did not feel safe." No, you also <laughs> couldn't hear if there was a bad guy coming up. Behind you. Um, and then the, the uh, I'm I'm using this last ten minutes to explain the next three episodes of the Dork Forest. Please uh, come on now. The last one, it's it's a good it's a it's a clock eater. So Kevin Goatee, uh, New York comic, New Jersey, New York comic, uh, mm-hmm. who by the way it's pronounced Goatee. He said, "A beard I'll never have." <laughs> and uh because my last name's goatee so i can't mm-hmm. possibly right and he talked he decided he wanted to do 80s action movies and he gave me the list of 80s action movies and i said are you 32 <laughs> uh because it's literally big trouble in little china point break commando Solid. aliens and robocop oh and i was like they're all from 1981 Accurate. to mm-hmm. 90, right? Mm-hmm. 87, maybe 88. And uh, and he's he's actually not 30. He's in his 40s, I believe. But mm-hmm. um, he's such a, like, it's such a dude list. Absolutely. And I've seen, I've seen most of those. I'd, uh, <gasps> have you, I, I get it. Have you ever talked, have you ever talked to, I think Julia Clare might be an expert on the Pride and Prejudices. The the BBC version versus the one who with um, Matthew no. who played Tom Wamscan in Succession. Um, I think she is. I forget. Somebody is, but it might be her. But that would be a good one to pursue. It really would be. 
Uh, someone who's seen all of the or many of the iterations of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because that it's I I yeah I enjoy Jane Austen as you can imagine because uh, I am uh, a lover of Regency romance novels and Jane Austen they weren't Regency <laughs> romance novels when she wrote them she lived through the Regency. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were <laughs> they were novels, romance novels. They were just novels, Jack. I am, is, and but is, I sure is am. Is Kyle typing? We're done, or what's happening? <sighs> Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.